anybody else wants to come with me, this moment will be the moment of something real and fun and inspiring. And we will do it together. Hello and welcome to Cruising Together, the show that is real, fun, and inspiring. And we're doing it together. On this show, we talk about the films of Tom Cruise, movie by movie, episode by episode. I am one of your hosts, Greg Shegel. I'm your co-host, Chris Giruso. And the movie for this episode is Eyes Wide Shut, which makes our guest even more interesting than he might have been already, and he's already super interesting. Would you How agree, Chris? I, I, I would agree. However, I would like some examples of what makes him so interesting. Well, the guest interesting or the guest relative to this movie interesting? Both. Okay, so we'll, I'll talk about it why just, the guest is interesting, and then when he's on... It becomes an exponentially interesting situation. Exponential he's, interest. The best kind of interest. Right. Because it gets higher and higher as you move along the bar graph. Uh, are you yeah. guys talking about me? <laughs> <laughs> we are. Oh, they, okay. You just heard him. <laughs> okay. So, so let's I'll be in, quiet. No, no. I, I'm going to introduce you. You Com- tell me if I get anything wrong. I think it's com- got confusing. Compound interest. Yes, like a bank account. Yes. So... People who listened to the show heard on the Taps episode, Cousin Mike. Cousin Mike was, was a great guest. Great guest. One of the best episodes. Then, some months later, we had Cousin Mike's brother, Cousin Joey, another, a.k.a. Brosif. Another excellent guest. On The Firm. Great guest. That's Bearded right. as all get out. And uh, earned beard. As, yeah, he earned you his would beard. Say. Yeah. Yeah. Now, people have been asking, where did these two guys come from? Every day they ask me. Every day we get stopped on the street. Hey, those two cousins of yours, where did they even come from? Well, I I get stopped at the gym. I get stopped at the store. Where did Greg's cousin Mike and cousin Joey come from? Cousin Joey's. Cousin Joey's. There are three of them. Yeah, there are three Joey's. Joey's. That's how he's able to get it all done. Right. So our guest today is cousin Mike's father and cousin mike's brother cousin joey aka brosif's father uncle marty welcome oh, to cruising together also known as tio moti tio moti yeah I, i'm i'm welcomed thanks i'm welcome to this wonderful occasion for people who are confused by the tio moti business don't be confused this is just another language it's just another language never be confused you get all well, that? I'm only confused by other languages when I don't speak them or understand them. It's give just me, the name. Give me an example of languages you don't speak. All right. Let's just go down the list. <laughs> yeah. French. Um, Australian. That's a tricky I one. I speak that. Yeah. That's not a language, uh, by the way. British. I don't speak British. <laughs> right. Also, not hard, a language. That's a tough it's one. Also no, it's also not a language. It's, it's not a language. I it's not a language. Speak, I don't speak Antarctic. Can you speak Who Slovakian? Does? Oh. Uh, nope. <laughs> I'm looking okay. down the list here. Okay. That box is not checked. Uh, I don't speak Russian. I don't speak German. I don't speak Irish. Croatian. I don't speak Irish. No, Irish is tricky. It is tricky. Yeah. On Tuesdays. Anybody that listened to the Far and Away episode would know that Irish is a tricky language. It, yes. That's why that movie was so confusing. Uh, I missed that one, guys. So, now, so here's, here's what else makes my uncle an interesting guest. A, as he will point out probably more times than we're aware of, He's older than us. 
He hasn't pointed it you know, out I, once I, yet. No, no, because I forgot about that. It's, it's, <laughs> in fact, the, before the Alzheimer's we, is kicking in. Before we started recording, he told me I was getting old. Yeah, you are true, getting because, old. Because but, my ears but, are ringing but, yeah, all the but time. I, I, I am older than both of you put together. I don't know about that. I don't think that's true. That's not true. You were not in your 80s. Well, well, no, no. But, but, <laughs> the math does when, not work. Uh, I did not good, good in math in school. <laughs> <laughs> I was awful. <laughs> My math and mathematical but Cuban, But awful. Cuban math is different. Actually, Cuban math was better than American math. Oh, well. How about Cuba Gooding math? Now you're talking. <laughs> now we are talking. Right. Now you're talking. Yeah, that's because Cuba Gooding math... Or cubing junior math will show you the money, and that's the most and, important. And kind that of math. leads you to the movies, and that's why we're here. And that's bingo. That's where the compound interest comes in. Here, I'm going to add more compound interest. Now, you want to know where Joey got his beard? Sure, from his face. Came bingo. right, you know, like his dad. He wanted to prove that he's a man. That's you know? right. Marty's got a goatee. Sure does. Which is sort of splitting the difference between well, the bearded Joey and the non-bearded Mike. That's right. Yes. Yeah. When you saw. Uh, started a sentence seesaw when you seesaw something say saw something hey that's my joke it is that's my joke on twitter that nobody responded to it's, it's not funny that's why but oh. if you seesaw a seesaw <laughs> joke i mean it's just not steel saw <laughs> the steel saw it joke. could be a joke but not in my book well all right we have different books mine's older it's true <laughs> so here's what else makes marty interesting as a guest for this show for a while he kept a blog it's on hiatus right now it is on hiatus. You can still find it, but it is on hiatus. Where he would go to the movies and rate the movie based on what criteria? Well, there were two criteria, basically. Yeah. The popcorn. <laughs> okay. And, you know, the taste of the popcorn. And how many times I had to get up to go to the bathroom during the movie. <laughs> so, But isn't that directly related to how much fizz is in your soda? It, no, that happened today because I wasn't sure... Uh, that, that's something new that's been happening later in life. Okay. But, uh, you know, you have to write, like, if, if it was a great movie, I didn't get up, man. I just sat there and held it. Okay. And, but sometimes I went two, three if times. It's, if it's not good enough, you, you know, say, I, th this is not worth holding it in. No, 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 no. Just get up and go. So what are the good ones? <clears throat> Can you think of some someone that you stayed through the whole movie? I, can't, I forget about the movies after I leave. That's why I write the blog. Well, then that's going to make this next section pretty amazing. That's right. Uh, well, partially because, as far as I know, you have not even seen this movie we're going to talk about. Uh, don't say that. I might have seen it in 1998, but okay. I'm old. <laughs> there again. So here's what makes this extra compounded, is that this movie is full of butts and boobs uh -huh. and sex stuff. So therefore, so I believe I believe that this movie was the pre the beginning of Fifty Shades of Grey when they when they put this online. I mean, this this movie together, and it was called Eighteen Shades of Purple, <laughs> <laughs> which I was told that that was impossible. So I said, well, then maybe Sixteen Shades of Blue. Be Who told you 18 shades of purple is impossible? My, my mind. <laughs> oh, okay. There's a lot going on. It's a family thing. Our heads are uh, a cacophony of <laughs> and noise. And that's what, that because of the head stuff, it made it shades of blue instead of purple. All right. Yeah. It, well, now it makes sense to me. Yeah. So now, since we've brought up Eyes Wide Shut, and we're going to talk about the boobs and the butts, I think it's time to do our round robin plot recap. Okay. 
So, in this section of the show, we talk about the movie, sentence by sentence, round and round, and we recap the plot of the movie. Uh, it'll be very interesting when we get to you, how we progress this plot. You got it. But I'm excited to see how this goes. So, Chris, I will start us off this time. We'll go to you. We'll go to Marty. That's the perfect order. We'll go to me. We'll go to you. We'll go to Marty. We'll go to me. After you, then... You. Me. Yeah. Okay. Then After Marty, you, then, then me. You. All right. So I'll just pay attention specifically to when you're talking because then I'll know it's my turn coming right. up. Exactly. And I'll prepare myself mentally. Right. Everybody ready? Uh, yes, I'm ready. All right. Period. Wow. He's super ready. Super ready. So we start with... Get the music going. There we go. We start with Dr. Bill Hanford, played by Tom Cruise and his wife, Alice. And they're getting ready to go to a fancy Christmas party at a guy named Ziegler's house where Bill is separated and is being flirted with by two models and Alice is dancing with some uh, lotharious Hungarian man, period. Bill is called upstairs to deal with a medical situation and is pulled away from the two girls flirting with him. He walks into the into Ziegler's room to discover a fully naked lady, red hair, uh, passed out. Ziegler says she OD'd on some drugs. Tom Cruise does a uh, he pulls one of the, he digs deep into one of his tricks from the past, I believe from the movie Cocktail. <laughs> he he says some words to the girl, and then she's fine. And Tom says, keep her here for another hour and then have somebody take her home. He tells her that she needs to stop taking the drugs. She needs to go to rehab. She says, I know. Tom goes back downstairs to find Alice. Period. And and that's exactly how Wikipedia put it. That's <laughs> exactly from the beginning to the end. As I read the Wikipedia review, it was exactly like these two guys... They know the movie by heart. However, last night walking through Times Square, there were these three girls talking about boobs, dressed, just painted. They were in American flags, and 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 it was an amazing scene. I'm glad I was in New York. Period. So then, so at home, Bill and Alice are smoking a little bit of weed. And having a conversation about men and women and relationships. And Bill purports the theory that women are less inclined to cheat. And Alice says, if, o if you only knew. And starts to tell Bill straight to his face a story about how a year ago she almost had an affair with some uh, naval officer or something when they were on vacation. And as Bill is taking this information in, he gets a phone call and he has to leave. Period. Feeling insecure with the story his wife has just told him, Bill goes to the apartment of one of his patients who has just died and is consoling the widow who then tells Tom Cruise that she's planning to get married soon and move to Michigan. And Tom Cruise says that is a great idea. It's a great start. That's exactly what you need. And then 
uh, on the on the edge of tears, she just starts making out <laughs> with Bill. And Bill says, "I, you know, I think that you're not being rational right now." She says, "No, I love you. I love you." He says, "You're not thinking clearly," but I think this reinforces the insecurity that he felt from Alice's story, because he's now he's like, "What the heck? These women will just they'll just do whatever, whenever. You can't you can't depend on them to be loyal." Period. And that's that's the whole catch of this movie. You can't depend on anybody, whether you're a man, a woman, a kid, or not kid. This is crazy. This guy, lady, according to Wikipedia, just attacked and starts kissing Tom Cruise. But then again, what lady wouldn't want to, whether you're in a movie or not? And then in my mind, it's still those three girls that were painted fully, fully painted in red, white, and blue paint. They were wearing no clothes. But somebody said, no, that's legal in New York. Only in New York. What a city, period. (laughs) So after the events at the patient's house, Tom leaves and is stopped by a prostitute. And he goes into her apartment and is about to have sex with her when he gets a phone call from Alice asking when he's coming home. So he leaves that situation. And then, as he's walking home, stops at a bar where Nick Nightingale, the piano player, is playing. Nick Nightingale happened to be at that first party at Ziegler's house. And Nick Nightingale says, oh, I got to go to this other party where I'm blindfolded. I don't even know where it is, but there's a password. And Bill's like, oh, you got to tell me about this party. Nightingale goes, no, 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 you can't just go. You need a costume and a mask, period. Bill gets the password. He goes out and he gets a costume so that he can go to this party because Nick Nightingale has described it as lots of naked ladies and Bill really wants to see that. (laughs) He goes to the costume rental shop, the only one he knows about, thinking that, well, this is a patient of mine. He'll hook me up. This patient's gone. It's some other guy. He goes into the store. The guy rents him the costume while he's in the process of getting the costume and the mask he discovers that this man has a daughter romping around in the back room with two guys the man who owns the costume shop is very angry he's threatening to call the police he locks him in the room Tom Cruise feeling very awkward about this whole thing but the priority is getting to that party he gets his costume and he leaves heads off there in a taxi period I really wish I had the cliff notes of this movie because it, it's it's very very confusing. Every, every other two minutes, there's somebody romping and somebody whomping and doing this and doing that, and 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 I just went to the movies and saw Fifty Shades of Grey, and I think that this movie was Eighteen Shades of Purple. It's crazy. Every two minutes, these guys are talking about boobs and ladies and young girls and periods. Very good. Uh, he ended on period. Yeah, double entendre period. So, so Tom, so Bill gets to this party, and he says the password Fidelio, and they let him in. He, Fidelio was the password. They let him in. He puts his mask and cloak on, and he sees a situation that looks like some sort of weird pagan religious ritual. A man in a red cloak is swirling around a. 
a thing of swirlies and knocking the stick up and down. And like, there's all these, these uh, ladies. That's 25 shades of gray. <laughs> then all these ladies take their clothes off and start walking off with men. And one of these ladies pulls Tom Cruise's bill aside and says, you got to get out of here. This is, you should not be here. This is bad news. Get out of here. But it's a giant orgy, period. Tom Cruise does not heed this warning because he wants to see all the naked ladies doing their stuff with all of these masked dudes. And he's walking around from room to room, having a look around. And once again, he is warned, you got to get out of here right now. He's like, no, no, I don't. You have me confused. No, don't worry about it. I'm good. I am good. (laughs) Period. I have a feeling this is like a dream I had about 25 years ago. (laughs) It woke me up in tears. I'm wondering why Tom Cruise even did this movie because what I read in Wikipedia sounds nothing what these guys are talking about. Okay? Wikipedia did not mention all these things, you know, and it's really got me. Let's just go on, period. (laughs) So the red-cloaked guy... Pulls Tom Cruise out of the out of the party. It's like, take your mask off. You're in big trouble. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna have our way with you, essentially. And then the naked lady that had pulled him aside says, "No, no, no. Take me instead." And they send Tom Cruise off on his way. And Tom Cruise goes home, and he's really thinking about everything that's just happened. And the next day, he cannot stop thinking about that party. And what happened? And he beca- he begins to investigate. Period. But before that next day, oh, the second he gets home, uh, Alice wakes up. He wakes right. Alice up from a dream. That's right. Alice pops out of bed. She she's laughing out loud asleep. Bill wakes her up. Alice explains the dream was a horrible dream, where she was having sex with lots and lots of men. <laughs> And she knew that Tom could see her, or Bill, rather, could see her, and, th- and she liked humiliating him, and she wanted to make him feel bad, and, sh- and so she laughed as loud as she could. Period. And uh, we've forgotten to mention that Nicole Kidman is the person you all are talking about, <laughs> and, and I don't understand why you're all talking about Tom Cruise so much, even though it's a Tom Cruise show, because Nicole Kidman, you, sh- you should all be mentioning her assets you know and and that's what this movie is about nicole kidman period so after that dream bill starts to retrace his steps and at each of the things he had done the night before something's a little bit different so he goes well he calls the patient and the patient's fiance answers the phone, so he he abandons that. He goes to the prostitute's house. She's not there, but he finds out that she has HIV. And then he goes to find Nick Nightingale, and he cannot find Nick Nightingale. Nick Nightingale has left his hotel under mysterious circumstances. And then he sees he's being uh, Bill sees he's being followed by a bald man in a in a tan coat. Period. One of the other things he does while retracing his steps, he visits, he goes back to the mansion and he stands in front of the gate 
with his face clearly visible to the camera. Uh, he waits a few seconds. Somebody drives up. They hand him an envelope through the gate. It says, stop your inquiries and investigations and just leave it alone. Just walk away. And he and he goes to Ziegler's house next to confront Ziegler, period. And that's when I stepped out of the rest of the movies and went to the restroom. I, I, I didn't understand that entire part of going to Ziegler's and, and being told this and that. And when I did my blog then, uh, I really had to talk about going to the restroom because it was a nonstop nonsense there. It was, I wanted to see Nicole Kidman again. And that's where it ended for me, period. Before he goes to Ziegler's, though, he learns that there's a top model or former Miss America, whatever, who has died from a drug overdose. And he goes to see her at the morgue, and he sees that this is the woman who saved him from the orgy. Then he goes to Ziegler's. Ziegler, turns out, was at the orgy. He's like, listen, Bill, you really screwed things up. This piano player was a dick. Got you in. Everything's a mess. And Bill says, well, what about this woman that died? Is this the woman from the party? He's like, yeah, it's the same woman that had the drug overdose at my party. She was going to die anyway. People die. Go home. Forget this ever happened. Period. Bill goes home. No. Bill finally returns his costume? Is that what happens next? (laughs) Keep going. This is good. It's a tremendous recap. He brings his costume back to the costume shop and discovers that the owner of the costume shop uh, is still hanging out with those two dudes that he caught romping around with his daughter. And he's very friendly with them. Those guys walk out. They say, see you later. Goodbye. Everything's fine. The costume shop owner tells Bill... You know, come back anytime you need anything. You know, I, I don't sell just costumes. And he, and he's ba- insinuating that you can have my daughter for whatever you want to do with her. And Tom Cruise walks out of there confused and flustered. Because he said, last night, you were about to call the police. And the guy says, eh, well, things change. Tom walks out. He goes home. Oh, one of the things that happened, this is the worst. (laughs) One of the things that happened when he's returning his costume is that he discovers he's misplaced the mask. He lost it. He had to pay for that. He gets home. Nicole Kidman, Alice, is asleep again. She's got the mask is lying in bed next to her as if the mask itself has now had an affair with Alice. Tom Cruise starts crying because he can't handle that. Period. So my question to the two of you is, why did Stanley even make this movie? Because it's just it's going back and forth with masks, with boobs, with drugs, with police. It, it, it's very, very confusing, and, and it's nothing like the cuckoo's nest. Absolutely not. So my question is, where did Stanley come up with something like this? It's strange, period. After he cries about this mask... It cuts to Bill and Alice, Tom and Nicole, shopping, Christmas shopping with their daughter, and they've sort of resolved things to a certain degree. They love each other. 
And Nicole Kidman says, there's only one thing we have to do. We got to make sex. End of movie. That's how, uh, that's how it goes. Let's get out of the plot recap. Right here. Ooh, a lot of questions. A lot of questions out of that movie. A lot of questions. Shoot. So the first question you ask is, why did he make this movie? Yes. According to the research I was able to do, this is a movie he wanted to make since the 60s. Makes sense in the 60s. Based on a short story he had read that he thought was awesome called Something Dream, Some Sort of Dream. Took place, I don't know when, but he wanted to make this movie for a long time, and he, it was the last movie he made. Why he made it? I think he might have just liked boobs and butts. I mean, that would, that's as good a reason to make any movie. Or he might still be on the drugs from the 60s. Also possible. And to answer your other question, we see plenty of Nicole Kidman's assets. You see more of her assets than we do of Tom Cruise. Now, Tom Cruise is shirtless. I think we need to make that clear. As far as the records go, there's another movie who is not where he takes a shirt off. And? But Nicole Kidman is shirtless and bottomless. We see her butt a number of times. And her boobs. Fantastic. <laughs> I'm, I'm not she complaining. She got herself into excellent shape for this movie. How would you feel about Tom Cruise's physical fitness in this movie? His fitness is at a level where it appears he has done some training. He's gotten himself into good shape. Marty, thoughts on fitness? <laughs> Absolutely not. I, I, I'm not fit. No, but do you have any thoughts on fitness? Yeah, do it uh, as little as possible. <laughs> it's, it's you know, I'm too old for that right now. But you However, to... Nicole was fit. Yeah. So... The movie camera was at the right angles. It was definitely at the right angles. That's that's <laughs> you know a it, testament it, to Kubrick. Which, what's that? That's a testament to Stanley Kubrick. No, that no, that was the cameraman. Oh, okay, <laughs> had nothing to do with Stanley. That was the cameraman all the way, and uh, kudos to him. Now you keep referring to Stanley Kubrick as Stanley. Were you guys close? Uh, not close, but you know, I uh, we we probably were in the same hemisphere in the sixties. <laughs> Close enough. Was that, would, would that be the northern hemisphere? I don't southern? know what hemisphere it was, but we've been there. I think the western. <laughs> western. It, yeah. it, it was a little off base, you know. Him and I, we met somewhere along the line in the 60s. That was a strange time. The 60s was a strange time? Yeah, you guys do were you not. Do you remember the 60s? You, I definitely do remember the 60s. Well, but maybe you weren't there. I was there. I was <laughs> there 100%. I was that the there. 70s? If you remember the 70s, you weren't there? Or is it you remember the 60s? I believe it's the 60s where they say, if you remember it, you weren't there, man. You were there, man. <laughs> believe me, you were there. <laughs> According to Mad Men, it seems like you'd remember a lot of that stuff. Some major stuff happened in the 60s. The Beatles happened? The Beatles happened. The Beatles. Drugs? They invented Dr- drugs in the they 60s? They invented drugs in the 60s. Um, they invented them? No, but they definitely got them out there. <laughs> Several people were assassinated in the 60s. Yes, this is true. Yeah. My so, family moved from Cuba to the United States in the 60s. Yes, they did. I'm, I was told I was going on vacation to the United States, and I'm still here. It's, uh, so, therefore, I'm still on vacation. That's out of sight. Now you're in the land where... Things can, like Eyes Wide Shut happen. You can walk around Times Square, see ladies painted up with no clothing, just paint. Well, that is, red, clo- white, and blue. That is clothing. 
Red, white, and blue, which are the colors of the Cuban flag. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and the Puerto Rican flag. Yeah, and now the new Russian flag. And the new Russian flag. Yeah, which is not as uh, striking a flag as the old and one. And I, I saw the uh, the American flag was red, white, and blue on Raw the other night. And I understand you guys were watching somewhere. We did watch wrestling with uh, with your son. We watched WrestleMania over at Cousin Mike's. Yeah. At Cousin Mike's. Yeah. He's the brother of Joey. Right, the son of you. The son of you. No, the son of you. And, and I am, believe it or not, the son of Sam. You are the son of Sam. Sam being my uncle's father, my grandfather. I hope everybody's keeping track of this, taking notes. All right, so we got Cousin Mike and Cousin Joey's daddy, Uncle Marty. Right. And Grandpa Sammy. That's it. Yeah. Sammy. I don't know if Sam Sam or Samuel would be the way to go. Come on. Respect. Okay. Cousin Mike and Cousin Joey's daddy, Uncle Marty, Grandpa Sam. Sure. Sounds good. And that that's the uh, that's the way it is. That is the way it is. And it was, too. And it was. Chris, thoughts about this? You seem to have a lot of theory on this movie that you were injecting into the plot recap about unrequited... Uh, Desire and whatever. Can't think of the words right now. What are you trying to think of? I'll help you. Like, well, on the surface, it's clear that... uh, I don't know how much of this movie is clear. On the surface, it's clear that this guy goes through a weird, like, uh, sex wonderland. Well, he's discovering... never has sex. He's discovering that there's no real such thing as being faithful. Like, what he thought is not what he it actually reality turned out to be it was all a dream sequence well i i've heard theories to that extent because nicole never actually cheats on him and he never actually cheats on her nobody ever consummates anything between the two of them it's all just getting close i'm telling you if there was a sequel to the movie it would have been a dream and then the sequel would continue the dream or the real life Either one of those two options. Yeah, those are the two options. That's it. That's all Stanley could have done. <laughs> that's all Stanley could have do. done. <laughs> or do. Yeah, that's all Stanley could that's have do. All Stanley could have do was that. Yeah. Now, that I, would have been I the did title. a little bit of research. The title would have been What Stanley Can Do. All You Could Have Do. Which would have been as an actually pretty good sequel to Eyes Wide Shut, well, which is a weird sentence. I think he saved this movie for for his final movie because he knew that after he'd do this movie. Yeah. He, he do gonna die. Yeah. Because this movie was actually Doo-doo. an expose on the Illuminati. Oh, boy. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. And we are taking a break from our discussion of Eyes Wide Shut. Time to open our eyes up. My eyes are open. What am I? What am I seeing? Well, we're seeing uh, HatterEntertainment.com/slash/cruising. That's a website. That's the website where you can find all the information you need about this podcast. Can I find old shows there? You can find previous episodes. Yes. Can I donate to support the show there? Yes, you can. Can Please I email? And thank you. Can I email us through you, that site? You can email us through that site. Could I just as easily email at cruisin at hatterentertainment.com? Wait, hang on a second. Let me. Yes. Oh, then that sounds like a great website. What is it again? Hatterentertainment.com slash cruisin. I love it. 
Hey, let me ask you this question. Let me answer it. Is the show on iTunes? It certainly is. What do I do about that? You can download and subscribe, and you can even leave reviews, which we would appreciate. And if you don't know what to write, Greg, may I suggest a few choice words? Give me, give me at least three. Real? Yes. Fun? Got it. Eyes wide shut. That's three words. Oh. What about inspiring, bro? Okay. <laughs> All right. Also, there's a Twitter account, at Cruisin' Show. Tweet us. Tweet to us. Tweet to Follow us. us. Tweet at us. Tweet Follow. about us. Follow us. Retweet. Now, look. We're not going to follow you back. We follow one person. Follow Tom Cruise. We follow at Tom Cruise. It is not... Dis- hey, no disrespect. None. No disrespect. None taken. But there's a, you know, there's a premise here. And a promise. There's a promise of a premise. Promos. Dennis. <laughs> Dennis? <laughs> it rhymed. The menace. Chris, before we plug for our guest, what do you have to talk about on your own? ChrisGComics.com. That's my website. That's where everything I do is that's relevant to what I do. I've got a new book out called The G-Man Super Journal, and you can order it via links from my site at various places such as IndieBound.org, Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, or even a comic shop might be willing to order it for you if you ask them nicely. Better comic shops would. Oh, of course, better comic shops. The, the best, best. The best comic shops already have it. On their shelves. Shelves. Order it however you deem most convenient, please. It's a perfect gift for the youngsters who like to read stories. Or the young at heart. Hey, all ages, right? Nailed it. Hey. Hey, Greg. Hey. Hey, Greg. Hey. Hey, Greg. Hey. What do you got for us? I got a website that might sound familiar. It's HatterEntertainment.com. That's where this show lives. That does sound familiar because it's where this show lives. It's also where you can go and find the comics I've done, like Picks One Weirdest Weekend. That has its own website, PixComic.com, P-A-X-C-O-M-I-C.com. You could buy the book there. Digital or print. Ooh. Yeah. You yeah. know, the kids these days, they're growing up on digital. You can also get it on Amazon, but only in print. You could get it at your better comic book stores. You can maybe ask your library to order a copy. Ooh. And then everybody can see this thing. Hey, uh, let me piggyback on that. Tell piggyback. your library. Let me tell your library to order G-Man while you're at it. Yeah, man, get your libraries in on this mess. But back to Pix and Greg. That's it. That's what I got. And now, I want to... I want Our guest. Our guest, my Uncle Marty. So... As we prepare for these breaks, I email the guests and say, hey, what do you what do you want us to talk about? Yes. So everybody I emailed for the July shows wrote back very quickly. Uh, my Uncle Marty wrote back, my website, www.tropicshoe.com, for those needing wholesale shoes. So if you are looking for wholesale shoes, usually in large amounts, tropicshoe.com. Although you might be able to get a pair. I don't know. He also said... God bless America and God bless Tom Cruise. He's a patriot. Yeah. Well, you know, it is July. He then followed that up with, I hope this is fast enough in terms of his response time. Therefore, I'm awesome and you can quote me. Greg. Yeah. Did you quote him? I just did. Everything I just said. So I wrote back. Okay. I wrote back. So fast I have whiplash. To which he wrote back. 
You can quote this from me also. So fast I have whiplash. So he quoted himself saying what I said. Uh Uh-huh. And then followed up saying, Greg, you can quote me on anything else you want to quote me on. To which I said, oh man, we're going to quote so much stuff. And he wrote back in quotes, I love so much stuff. Wow. (laughs) Is there anything you would like to quote my uncle? Because Uh, we now have what they call carte blanche Devereaux. I'm going to build on what he's already laid the, the foundation for. All right. I love so much stuff. Said? What? Which is another podcast you host, Greg. It I don't have p- to tell you this. <laughs> you don't. It's true. It's a podcast I host. It's currently on hiatus, but there are 60 episodes in the hopper. If you listen to one a week, that's over a year's worth of shows. It's 3.3 days worth of audio content. A lot of good conversations with people... In the world of comics, cartooning, and beyond. Yeah. Thanks. I appreciate that. I think it's a fantastic show. Well, I appreciate it very much. Speaking of fantastic shows and beyond, how about we get back to this conversation with my Uncle Marty about Eyes Wide Shut. It's time to... Let's let's slam our eyelids shut again and return. Yeah, open your ear holes and keep your eyes wide shut. Let's get back to the show. (laughs) Indeed. We're back, ready for round two. In a world. That sounded like it. Nice. There's nobody talking about the mystery. Oh, here we go. Bill, I have seen one or two things in my life. Never anything like this. You know there is no way on earth that you're going to leave here tonight without taking me with you. They did a bad, bad thing. They did a bad, bad thing. With the teenage prostitute. They did a bad, bad thing. They did a bad, bad thing. You ever love someone so much you thought your little heart was going to break into the moon? The creepy mansion. It's a weird trailer. All of that was fake. <laughs> it's only a dream. So you go, there's the trailer, which ends with a line that uh sort of sort of goes to Marty's theory. Right. It's only a dream. However, in the context of the movie, it's only a dream is a line that he tells Nicole Kidman after Nicole Kidman wakes up from a dream and describes her dream. Right. So you're saying context-wise, not a dream. I'm saying there was somebody had a dream in the movie. Martin Luther King Jr. had a dream. There there was a line in there that said also, it's all fake. That's true. Again, out of context. Sidney Pollack says it was all fake. Wait, are you Martin saying Luther that this King. was not a documentary? Martin Luther King said it was I'm all I'm saying fake. that this might not have even been a movie. It's fake. What, what, what was it? 
if not a movie. A dream? I already said that. Wait, so we didn't even see a movie? We all dreamt the same dream? I think so. Is this podcast itself an extension of that dream, a continuation, a sequel? Uh, uh, I'll let you know at the end. Are when you I the, wake mas- up, are you the master up, of dreams? When I wake up, I'll tell you. <sighs> Stuff what just if, got heavy. Are you, te- <laughs> are you telling us that this was all fake? A facade? All of it. This entire movie was not real. Wow. 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 Am I real? Yes. Is this the real life or is it just fantasy? It's not sure. What, are we caught in some sort of a landslide here with no escape from reality? Mudslide. 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 <laughs> that sounds like a... Who was that? Stevie Nicks? Sounds like a dessert. No. Who sang that song? Not Mudslide. Landslide. Yeah. Right? It goes yeah. like that. That's Stevie Nicks or is that the, the, uh, the group? Fleetwood Mac? Fleetwood That's Max. Fleetwood Mac, right? right? Fleetwood Mac, the original name of the company that would have become Macintosh Computers. Is that right? Yep. They had to change it because there was a group that sang music of the same name. Like the song Landslide. Although I think Landslide is just a Stevie Nicks I think song. it might just be Stevie Nicks. They did good with Mac, though. Macintosh. Mac- Were they called they Fleetwood Macintosh? No. But Macintosh was originally called Fleetwood Mac. Okay. Then they changed it to Fleetwood Macintosh. Then they just changed it to Macintosh. Now they call him Mac. That's kind of like the band Starship. Used to be called Jefferson Starship. Yeah, but they Jefferson, had to their Jefferson name be- left. They had yeah. to change their name because of the Jefferson Jeff- spinoff TV show from... Well, that, but also Jefferson left the band. It was, it was a team. He was moving on up. Yeah, he was moving on up to he the He went side. to go open a dry cleaning company. <laughs> That's right. Actually, he lives right across the street from you over here. Yeah. Jefferson Dry Cleaning. What was that called? Jeff- no, it's Jefferson Cleaners, right? George Jefferson's dry cleaning that, that, company. That was a good show, though. That was funny. It was a great show. Yeah. yeah. That was funny. Sherman Helmsley. Yep. He died, right? He's still dead. He's still dead. But Marla Gibbs is still alive. Marla Gibbs. Florence. Yeah. 227. That's right. Which, which uh, we referenced in the last show with Regina King and Jerry Maguire. Who is a direct descendant of Martin Luther King? That's probably true. Everybody with the last name King, Don King, Regina King, Alan King. I don't think Don King is related to anybody. Martin Luther King (laughs) had a dream. We just brought it all the way around. Dream sequence. Yeah. Yeah. So there's my dream again, guys. No, you are the master of dreams. You're like the Sandman. Close. Is this the real life or is it just fantasy? Are we caught in a landslide? I heard that song before <laughs> a few seconds ago. <laughs> Deja vu. It's like a dream. Yeah. I feel like a, this has happened before. That's what the French say. So, Marty, do you have any questions so far? In reference to anything, uh, this entire thing? In, in reference to the dream we're all dreaming right now. What were you just dreaming? I feel like I was dreaming about this movie. Right. That was like a... Sex, Alice in Wonderland, where nobody has sex. Tom Cruise movie? Tom Cruise movie. Right. And then you guys came to my place, and we started recording this show. Right. And then the dream folded in on itself. The place place where the door is right by the elevator? That's the one. Unless that's also part of the dream. Everything's folding in on itself right now. The cab ride was not a dream, because that cab driver was nuts, man. I hate getting into cabs in New York. You should walk. Take the subway. 
Ah, no, I'd get lost. I'd be in Opalaka now. <laughs> Opalaka is a town in Florida. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I would not get off at the right stop well, on the subway. I, I took a cab ride to Opalaka one time. Is that right? I got out. And I said, "This is not where I was supposed to go." I got right back in the cab to take me back to New York City. This is not New York, right? <laughs> where were you supposed to be going? That you ended up in Opalaka, Brooklyn. Okay, I can see the confusion. <laughs> they both have a K in them. Yeah. <laughs> right, Opalaka. No, that's a C. K, C. What's the difference? Right, it's O P A space. It's got both a C and a K. Does it? Yeah. L O C K A. Anyway, we were in uh, around uh, Virginia. I said, are, "Are you sure this is the right way?" And he said, "Yes." Then you started. Then so you got I said, down, okay. Then you got to south of the border. You're like, "This does not seem like the right place." Yeah, I said, "We're going to Brooklyn, right? Brooklyn." And he said, "Yes." And then we kept going. That must have been some... with his with his eyes wide shut. Yeah, I said, "Open your eyes, man." Can we talk about that expression, eyes wide? I know it's a title of the movie. Let's talk about that expression. But the whole time I'm watching this movie, I'm thinking, "What does that even really? What does that even mean?" It's that a... means you didn't see nothing yet. I feel like it's more of a reference to the fact that it's a dream. Eyes wide shut. Yeah, he's asleep, but he's seeing all this stuff. That happens in a dream. I think it's about willful ignorance. It's about uh, you, 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 don't, you didn't see what you thought you saw. Because he's just kind of waking up. <laughs> yeah, waking dream. up. Hashtag dream. To the it reality. Could, it could have been just that, hey, I've seen enough. <laughs> I've seen too much. He does see quite a bit. Yeah. The only thing he didn't see, I was thinking about this watching it, there's a lot of uh, what people would refer to, and I say it that way because to each their own, as sexual deviance. Well, def- definitely to each his own. Yeah. Various uh, kinks and such. They never got on uh, animal stuff. It's, uh, there's no bestiality involved in this movie. Well, not that you know of, because the dream could have continued and you didn't see it. That would be in the sequel, the title of which I can't remember it been. It might have been in the prequel. <laughs> it's also true But like it, they dealt with uh, Underage Like uh, Statutory situations They dealt with Prostitution And Sexually transmitted diseases Well no The, the R rated Would have had to go away Right So It would have been difficult To promote Orgies Basically this is just a Crazy game of Spin the bottle Gone awry Pretty much Pretty much it's Pretty dr- much. It's still a dream. It was all a dream. You heard it at the end of that pr- promotion there. And it, <laughs> at the end of the just, trailer. It's a promotion. It is a promotion. Uh, uh, it was a dream. It's also the trailer. Uh, yes, it was a, the last uh, The last part. It was the trailer, yeah. Shall we do a segment? Yes. Let's do Top Toms. Are you ready for Top Toms, Marty? I'm ready for whatever I need to do here. I mean, you know, this is... This is what it is. That's music. <laughs> song never doesn't get people dancing. That's the theme for Top Toms. Got it. Where we talk about our Top Tom Cruise moments or bits or scenes from the movie. Any movie. Or this movie. Specifically this movie, but if you have another, by all means. No, no. Go, go ahead. Okay. Yeah. I'll, so, I'll refer to my Wikipedia for this. This one was tricky. Because he's fairly subdued in this movie. He doesn't do any classic Tom Cruise stuff. He doesn't I, really run. I agree it was tricky, but I got one. I also have one. 
And it's basically anytime he was in doctor mode. <laughs> Mine's very similar. Which is? Which is every time he pulled out his wallet to prove that he was a doctor. <laughs> Anytime he needed to get information from somebody, anytime he needed to gain entry to some place, he just, you know, proving he was a doctor. Yeah, he would show his license. Somehow it would be like all the credentials it would take. In in that little wallet. Yeah, he'd pull out his wallet and hold like a badge. Like, I'm a doctor. I'm I'm a doctor. My name is Bill. What's his face? Hartford. Hartford. Bill Hartford. I'm a doctor. He opened up his wallet and proved. And it's funny because like the the girl working at the diner next yeah. to the Nick Nightingale Gales uh, Club, like she so it's, she kind of like laughed because like, it's, like, it's a little like, bit like like when I go to get my tickets at the movies and and I show my AARP card. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so I get the cheaper ticket. Yeah. I, how I, much cheaper is that ticket? I'd not, say uh, a couple of dollars. I'd say okay. it's not like that because your situation is a hundred times more legitimate. <laughs> Yeah, but it's like, because it it, sense I'm, I'm going to tell you why, though, because it's reality. It wasn't a dream. No, but <laughs> when he's asking for he's asking for the address of Nick Knight and get like, oh, do you, do you have a number? Do you, where where is he right now? And she says, well, I can't just give out his address. He says, look, I'm I'm a doctor. I know, but, but but that AARP card comes in handy at movie theaters. It comes in handy at restaurants and hotels. I mean, AAA. I could use that everywhere, just like a doctor can use it to get into anywhere. Because he's a doctor. But what I'm saying is your situation is more legitimate because I don't think a doctor can really pr- use his doctor. But what if it was edge? But to get no, no, it was all a dream. If you're calling to make a reservation, you say this is Doctor yeah. G- Greg versus this is Greg. Usually, Doctor Greg gets in first. Yeah, that's also true. Sure. From here on out, I'm calling myself Doctor Greg. You, yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely, <laughs> for sure. Marty, you got a top Tom? I I pass right now. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm thinking about it. All right, pick any Tom movie. Doesn't have well, to be Tom. Well, Greg. Greg. Yeah. While Uncle Marty thinks about that, could you expand a little more on like anytime he's in doctor mode? Sure. So when he first shows up and the the prostitute is passed out, he goes into doctor mode. Uh huh. He just says her name a bunch of times. Yeah. And saves her from an overdose. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, the trick he took from cocktail. Yeah. And then there's there's a, a montage sequence where it shows. Bill and Alice going about their lives, and he's in doctor mode there. Where like at one point he's like lifting somebody's leg, yeah. And he's like taking somebody's like. Wait, heart. Which one was the movie where he was in the Navy? Where he was a? Uh, you mean where he was a naval jag officer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was a few the good one I liked. Yeah, the, 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 there were a lot of good men in that one. Yeah, a few. That, that that was the good movie. Okay, I enjoyed that. Do you have a favorite moment from that movie? At uh, the end. <laughs> yeah, that was a good part. But then you go to the bathroom. The end. The yes. end when he does the freeze frame, freeze frame high five. Just leaves, you know, and it ends. And then you're like, I finally go to the bathroom. I'm so riveted. <laughs> yeah, because that was a good movie, yeah. and I stayed there the whole time you without were going. It, and you had to go. Yeah, it was a zero. It was a real, zero potty break. That one. Yeah, no, it's a good movie. I don't. Know. And that that was the best part though for me because I really had to go. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. So you were able to handle the truth with that movie. It was all true. Except for you know a few parts, but that's that's okay. But that movie was about as close to being a documentary as you get. Yes. Yeah. Whereas this is close to a dream as you can get. Right. Maybe even closer. It might have been a dream. It might have been a dream of Stanley's, and then he put it into a movie. Right. Eyes wide shut. Yeah. All right. That's top toms.
Should we start a new segment of favorite James Brown moments in this movie? Sure. Anything on SNL with James Brown was the best. All right, top James Brown moments. Eddie in the Murphy movie or, in, or in life. Eddie Murphy doing James Brown. Eddie Murphy Brown. doing James Brown. Absolutely. I'm going to say James Brown in Rocky Four. Oh man, that's a good one. Saying living in America. What do you got? Jeez, oh, I and I, I was too busy creating the segment. I didn't even come up with an answer to it. Well, that's a good answer, though. You were cre- you were the creator. Got it. Something. Um, oh, Kevin Hart doing James Brown on Saturday Night Live. I thought you I thought you were going to go somewhere I thought you were going to go somewhere else. You you thought you were gonna, I was going to give Well, originally I was thinking my favorite James Brown moment in Eyes Wide Shut it was was when Tom Cruise shows up at the mansion and the first mask that he puts on is a James Brown mask. And they say, "Sorry sir, that mask is only for the leader of our orgy." You have to wear a different mask. He's like, okay, well, I have a second mask. And he then he switched masks. There you go. James Brown. James Brown. James Brown. What surprises me, Chris, is that you didn't go with James Brown in the Blues Brothers. Well, that's a great James Brown. As the leader of the gospel choir doing backflips and such when they get their mission from Gad. The Blues Brothers were great. Here's a question about the Blues Brothers. Shoot. The movie was funny. The movie has funny parts. Right. But were they ever funny on Saturday Night Live? They just sang and danced. They were always funny. Anything with Belushi was funny. I know you love Belushi. But specifically in reference to Saturday Night Live and the Blues Brothers appearance on there. They would just come out and sing and dance, They right? would just do... Yes, they'd sketches. come out, sing and dance, but just looking at them, it was funny. I oh, laughed all the, the dances, time. The dances, the way they danced was I, funny. I'm, I'm laughing now thinking about it. <laughs> I Look, I remember you and your brother, my other uncle, Oscar. Another uncle? Yeah, a oh. second uncle. Can you imagine him doing this? <laughs> I, I can. I can. <laughs> I can imagine him listening to this, too, wondering why am I not there. <laughs> but you guys were very much into Saturday Night Live, and that first season, Coneheads, Blues Brothers, right? Wild and Crazy Guys... Two wild. Were and the crazy Blues guys. Brothers on the first season? Yeah, it was two wild and crazy guys. That yeah. was the best. The Czech Brothers. Yeah, better than better than the Blues Brothers. If I go watch yeah. the first season of Saturday Night Live. Yeah, Saturday Saturday Night. Yeah, Saturday Night. The Blues Brothers are in it. Yes, okay. and it's the amazing thing is that that show's still good. Has its moments. It has Not its like moments. It was, but it's still good. It has its moments. That's true. Tom Cruise has never hosted Saturday Night Live, as far as I can recall. Why not? I don't know. He's too big a star. You think he's ever been invited? You think they've I, ever reached out to him? I would imagine they probably have. Why wouldn't they? Maybe they don't like him. That's their mistake. Right. Marty, do you know Tom Cruise's full name? No. What is it? You want, what kind of, you want to see what kind of experts we are? Go ahead. How much we know about Tom Cruise? I would love to know. His full name is Thomas Cruise Maypother the Fourth. That's great. Uh, I'll remember that. Yeah, it's pretty good. That's not bad. That's not. That's pretty good. 
That's that's his real full name. That is his real full name. Which that's, means that's good. there are three other people with that name. Not necessarily. He's just the fourth, but it doesn't have to be the exact name. I think it does. I really? think that's how it works, yeah. I don't know. I think that's like a thing they do. Well, his father, it's the third. Right. So that's not exactly the same as the fourth. So, you know. The third's father. Was the second. Junior. That's right, Junior. Or the second. It's not even a number. That's also true. His father, no postfix. Oh, no, it could have said senior. Yeah, you could say senior. You would say senior once junior comes along, right? right? Is that how that goes? Yeah. Yeah. Or, Or do you need a third for there to be a senior? Well, you could be in your last year of high school. That's also, to, yeah, to, or to college, or college, or over the age of 65, or over the age of 65, or 50, because you get your ARP card. That's right. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah, ARP comes sooner than that. See, but it is AARP incomplete? It's the American Association of Retired Persons, right? Is that? Yes, yeah. that's correct. So being retired is not the same as being a senior citizen, though. No, no. That's be, true. But who retires at 50? Being a senior citizen is when you start getting gray hair, period. <laughs> I'm a senior citizen. Yes, yeah. sir. Then we're all senior citizens. Absolutely. Oh. In Life the eyes rough. of the young people, yes. Oh, yeah, certainly in the eyes well, of the young then, people. You know, it depends on who's talking. Have you seen Look Who's Talking? Look Who's Talking? Yeah. yeah that was a while back. What did you think of that one? That was entertaining. Speaking of, yeah. Tom Cruise, John Travolta. Scientology. Scientology, Look Who's Talking. That's right. What that do was you a think? funny what, movie. What do you think of Scientology? What do I think of Scientology? Yeah. That Since I'm, you mentioned it. I would I would file that under to each their own as well. To each their own. Much like I would file a lot I of think the, Because it was mentioned that everything is science, so... That's true. I don't know how much Scientology has to do with everything is science. That's it's, a good... That, yeah. It's science with ology at the end of it. It's right. Like double Which is science. Like the study of science. Yeah. Like so biology. Is that, is that really what they study? Science? It's the science of science. In Scientology, do they really study science? I think they would have you believe they do. Well, they they study th- what is it? Thet- thetans, Th- thetans, yeah, thetans. It's in your blood. That's the science. Is like is like your soul body. Yeah, engrams. So they they, 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 they far, take measurements. Are of they it. that far off? They're pretty precise <laughs> in those measurements. They have like the, <laughs> the most advanced technology. Yeah, they have a, they have the meters that you hold two tin cans. Yeah, so then. To each his own. It measures your engrams. Your oh, thetan is your two, soul. You know, two tin cans with a string. Yeah, with a string. You got a phone. You go to the, you true. go to the Catholic Church. You go to confession. Yeah, tell us because right? we don't know. Okay, we're a couple they of got, Jews they over just, here. Like, they got like you're supposed to talk to somebody through a wall, and they have this screen that they slide through. I've seen that in the movies. Okay, that's as advanced as the Catholic Church's technology gets. They don't measure your blood count for thetans to find out <laughs> what your soul meter is. It's no, but, true, but, but they then they do pass along a a, a plate for money at the, at the end. Yeah, they they get. <laughs> you, true. You go to a place you don't want to be for an hour, and then you have to pay for it at the yeah, end. Yeah, because it's 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 not science. It's See, business. synagogues do it a slightly different. They don't pass the plate around. You get an envelope in the mail. And it's they like ask for money. No, that. as you walk out, the machine for the card is there. <laughs> yeah, it's like going to a movie, right? You go to the bathroom three or four times because it's the worst movie you've ever seen. Correct. You don't have to pay for the movie before you go in, but you do have to pay for it at the end. And you go see the same movie every week. 
but it's relaxing. It's relaxing. Yeah, you it don't is. mind it? Yeah, I don't mind it. No, because the idea of going to the movies is therapy. But there's also a big difference. A movie theater seat is way more comfortable than a church pew. But the idea of going to the movies, and yet you fall asleep way more often in church. In church, I haven't been to church enough. Than in a not necessarily the movie. The movies are therapy. You go in there. You buy your popcorn, you get your soda, you sit down, and for two hours, it's bliss. No phone, no computer, no nada. Unless you're watching The Net with Sandra Bullock, which is all about computers. It doesn't matter because you can then you can shut your eyes wide. Oh. Nice. Let's have cruise control. This is a story about control. I'm in cruise. And this time I'm going to do it my way. So, Marty, this is cruise control, where you are in control of the movie and you say what you would change about the movie. You got all that? I have all that. Do you want to start us off? Sure. What would I change about the movie? Yeah. Uh, per Probably more nudity. For starters, yeah. if uh, there was not enough, <laughs> I think this has to be an X-rated movie. You know, if you're going to go all the way, go all the way. Go for it. Yeah, pedal to the metal. Absolutely, eyes you wide know. shut. No, just just your eyes just eyes wide open is what yeah. it should have been called. Yeah. You know, so if you have more of it, then it would have been the right title. Chris. Period. Period. There is a conversation between Bill and Alice after the party that we mentioned in the round robin wrap up where they were getting stoned. They were getting stoned. Smoking reefer. Alice reveals that the guy dancing with her wanted to have sex with her at the party. Right. Take her upstairs right then and there. Tom Cruise, he tries to play it cool. He says, well, that's understandable. You're a very beautiful woman. And then she gets really angry. She turns around on him. She's like, and she says, so are you telling me that the only reason a man would talk to me is because they want to have sex with me? And he says, yes, but he shouldn't have said yes. He should have said no, because he didn't say that. She was <laughs> the one who said, this guy wanted to have sex with me. And then he said, well, I understand that. He didn't say the only reason that guy would ever talk to you is to have sex with you. So I would have had him realize what she had done when she tried to change the argument into something that he didn't say, leading him down a path of an argument he couldn't possibly win. So okay. there. So there. In, in short, I would have made Nicole Kidman not be such a huge bitch in this Whoa. movie. Whoa. I like that word, bitch. That's it a, makes me think of my dog. Who I had to leave at home coming up here. Uh, who do you leave her with? At the at the spa. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, spa. Ooh yeah. la la. Ooh la la. Sis boom ba. <laughs> Sis boom ba. Eep op ork ah ah. So let me just throw out a hi to Gigi. <laughs> Gigi the dog listening to every word. Gigi the dog. There's other family members being mentioned. I don't want Gigi to be felt left out. I. That's perfectly fair. Gigi, uh, it's all dream. In her, in her eyes, it is, believe me. <laughs> so my cruise control is a purely aesthetic one. 
So in this movie, that's that's what uh, Uncle Marty's was. I know. So in this movie, when people are not bearing their boobs and butts, they're often in underwear. And I don't know if it was the style of the of the late nineties, but there are some high, like it's real high high. I don't even know what part. Like it's coming up real high on the thighs, up, up over the hip, up over the hip. That's a terrible. Doesn't look right. I would have lowered all those hemlines. Well, that's be that's just because fashion has. Yeah, I would have evolved. dropped those hemlines to a clean that clean horizontal that you get nowadays. Fashion goes in a circle. Watch next week; you might be wearing this, those. <laughs> because the seventies fashion was the low waistline yeah. too. So I would have changed all the underwear in this movie. Do you remember the gym shorts you used to wear in school? <laughs> they were little tight ones. Oh man, know? they came up up real super yeah, high. So you know the fashion evolves, man. Right. So I'm saying what I would change about this movie is, is the fashion. Is the fashion. It's yeah, yeah. That's all. That, that's, that that would open your eyes wider. It would absolutely open my eyes wider. Yeah. Just there's some real high waisted underwears. The more fashion, the the better. Yeah, and I think low low waisted underwears are better than high waisted underwears. Why, why waste underwear? Period. Bingo. <laughs> Now that's cruise control. See, see how this show works, Marty? It's perfect. It's like it's like clockwork. Clockwork. Uh, clockwork orange. Ooh. Fifty Shades of Orange. Fifty. Sh- it's coming up next. <laughs> <laughs> what is Fifty Shades of Orange about? It's it's a sequel to Fifty Shades of Grey. It's, just right, a, what, it's a whole just a different color of sex. It's juicier. It sounds juicier. Orange because of orange juice. Yeah, right. Uh, it gives you more 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 vitamin C. Right. So you can have more pep in your step. Yeah, absolutely. Is Fifty Shades of Orange a different, like Fifty Shades of Grey's bondage and all that crap? Is Fifty Shades of Orange something else, like a different exploration, or is it just different kind of bondage? Fifty Shades of Grey is all bondage. Yeah. Well, that's a lot of it is. Yeah. Okay. Well, I just thought it was all sex. No, I didn't yeah, know it was well, specifically. It's it's all, it's, it's about all bondage. like you know bondage type sex. Yeah. Like you know whips and chains and. Chambers. Maybe Fifty Shades of Orange is painted bodies instead of clothing in Times Square. Times Square. That that's like like I have an orange Julius out there. And where'd you have an orange Julius? I'm saying they should have it an orange <laughs> Julius with the girls in Times Square dressed the way they were. Does orange or would they- Julius exist? Yeah. <laughs> now <laughs> I think it still does, but in very few places. It does exist because every on the place, West Coast mostly every place I see, I've only I seen think. it in malls, and in every mall that I've ever seen it, those malls don't exist anymore. But the Orange Julius is still there. The mall <laughs> left. <laughs> yeah, Orange Julius. I've, I've had one once. Not so good. No, it's kind of like if you took a Sunny Delight and add crushed ice to it and freeze it. Yeah, it's yeah. like it, I've. <laughs> it's half good and half not good, like Sunny Delight. Well, wait, wait, half good and half not good. When you drink it, <laughs> what does that make it? It's like I can't decide if I like it or not. I'm like, wow, this is really good, but it's at the same time very disappointing. Right, like Sunny Delight. <laughs> Have you guys or, not had Sunny or, or, or that stuff that the astronauts used to drink? Tang, you know, the tang. That's tang. orange. The orange too. How about the name of that drink? <laughs> tang. Yeah, as in like poon tang. You guys want to drink some tang? Well, that was for the astronauts. They yeah. couldn't say much and else. And the code yeah. heads. The astronauts. The, yeah. the astronauts. I have a feeling that Tang was code for something else. 
I don't know what, but I just have that feeling. You're saying in the astronaut drink or the way Chris is saying it? It doesn't matter. When they created the, the, the stuff and they called it Tang, they were thinking of something else. There's no doubt. But you have no theories as to what they were I thinking? I don't know of? what, but it's just something that I... I think they were thinking of high C. I think they were thinking of Fifty Shades of Orange. <laughs> I think they were smoking way too much weed. Well, that's it's that's possible. probably why they next the next thing they created was the space ice cream pellets. <laughs> Wait, you're saying like ice cream of the future or ice astronaut of, ice cream? Ice cream of the future. Dippin' Dots. Dippin' Dots for the astronauts. Yeah, but that's old stuff now. That's... It doesn't make sense You're anymore. talking about old. It hasn't Dippin even been dots? invented yet. It's the ice cream of the future, but it's in the now. Dipping ta- dip dots are now. It's not a dream. No, it, it's in the future. It's coming in the ice future. Ice cream of the future. Uh, let me tell you, it's already been here, and it's gone. It's there and gone. What's what's the next ice cream of the future going to be? Dipping donuts. Frozen donuts with ice cream. Any other good ideas? I uh, like the cookies I had yesterday with the guava. Those were really good. There you go. Speaking, guava cookies. Speaking of dessert, those were good. I I have nothing else to say about dessert. That's fine. Are, are you waiting for me to say a thing? Thank you. We'll see you all again. Sleep tight. <laughs>